0: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women.
1: Yes, you are. And I'm Jennifer Jackson. Simply for Women is an exciting place to be today because we have not just one Jennifer, but two Jennifers. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Meyer, welcome to Myers. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And this is part two because the there's just so much richness in your story she's she's a mother she's a wife but we also we work together we work together every week at the church next door which is a a church on the west side of Columbus and Jennifer I call her an administrative genius (laughs) and to say that she's smart is an understatement you you truly juggle so many things and I love how you work but yet you you work so much but yet home is so vibrant and so full and you have so many talents there you cook, you quilt. I mean, I'm I'm really blown away at all you accomplish uh in any given week. <laughs> and Thanks. in addition to all of that, you have adopted three boys. Yep. And I wanted to say little boys, but they're growing up they quickly. Are. Yep. And I know that there are some listening today that want to adopt or that are have even maybe contemplated, you know, the idea mm-hmm. of adopting. And so th- if that's the case, this is the show for you. So Jennifer, why don't you tell us, tell us all about the beginning and there's so much here.
0: Yeah, there is. Well, I would first start by saying, if you're thinking about adopting, do it because it's really rewarding and God will walk through you every, with you every step of the Mm. way. Um, after we finished our adoptions, I wrote down everything that happened and it was just like 30 or 40 miracles. I mean, just thing after thing, Mm. you know, Aaron and I weren't able to have kids. Um, we did a little bit of, you know, some of the hormone treatment type stuff mm-hmm. but I just knew in my heart that God wanted us to adopt and then Aaron kind of got to the point where he's like okay let's let's give that a try mm-hmm. and I went to Haiti right after that and just spent some time doing some mission work and while I was there I got a little sponsor girl mm-hmm. and she was nine and I just you know the first time I met her she grabbed a hold of me and she just hung on to me for oh. dear life and she is still my Haitian daughter. We talk uh, by email all the time. And um, when I met her, I just knew that yeah. I could love a child that wasn't mine and that I could love an older child as well, because a lot of people Ugh. want to adopt babies. But the older children really have a need, you know. Well,
1: see, that's an important piece of this. Yeah. You can adopt an older child and it be successful.
0: Yeah, because they, mm. I mean, they just want to be loved. And yeah, there are some broken spots, but a lot of times God gives you that knowledge ahead of time. Like he gave you know, me from my journey, what I needed to be able to help these kids. And, you know, it's just a step of faith every day. You just take another step and you do the best you can. And, you know, it's not really your job to get them to the end. You know, it's God's job. God took care of them until you adopted them. He brought them into the world and he's been taking care of them. And now he's given them to you to take care of for a while, to share your knowledge, whatever Mm -hmm. you have to impart on them. He's the one who's going to get them to the end, and I think that's the difference between whether you have your own child or you adopt a child. When you adopt them, you see it different. You're like, okay, God has given this child for a little while for me to give them some information mm. to help them grow, and none of it is in my hands. You know, and, he's still in
1: control. He's still sovereign. Yeah, he's still-
0: and I think you you can miss that when you they're your own child because you you know, you have them from the start and you, think, you, yeah, you, so tightly. you <laughs> think you're actually in charge of what's going on and you're not. God, mm-hmm. God is always in charge of that. And he is the one. So even, you know, when things happen, when they get older, they're making decisions and God's going to get them through that. It's not, it is on you, but it's not on you. If that makes sense, it's, you know, you have to still be a parent and you still have to give them the right information.
1: And God will hunt them down. God oh, is yeah. relentless in pursuing us yeah. with His love. That like that song, "Reckless Love," right? And, and no, we can trust Him to do that, right?
0: Nothing that happens is outside of His knowledge, you know. So He's He's there. He's right there. And so, you know, we started the adoption, and we had some miracles right up front. Like uh, I had somebody give me money to. I I said a prayer right when we were starting. We're like, okay, we don't even have the money to start an adoption, and I said a prayer i said god well what are we supposed to do about that and i literally walked home from my walk where i was praying that got there and had an email from a friend who said here's some money to do whatever you want in haiti i know you were just in haiti wow and and it was literally the same day and it was exactly the amount of money we needed to start the adoption (laughs) so it was like we never doubted that we were supposed to walk that path at least for the one in haiti and you know we we had laws change right before we we had um the, the way that Haiti was doing adoptions changed in the middle, but we had gotten our paperwork in. So we're grandfathered in. And so it was just miracle after miracle that things kept moving. You know, we had paperwork stolen down there Mm. and it was, and it was, you know, they got it back. They didn't get it back, but it was crazy. And it was, um, but it worked out, you know, and that little guy, he just needed us. He didn't have a family. And so did you
1: meet his name is David. David. Did you meet him on this first trip when you met the little girl?
0: No. So okay. it was, it was actually the third trip that I went the where things worked out that we were able to go down because in Haiti, you have to actually go down there and spend three weeks with the child before they'll finish the adoption process. So we actually, when Aaron went with me on the mission trip and then we went, to the other part of Haiti to the, finish to do the adoption. And we uh, were there for three weeks where we just lived with him in the mm. orphanage and took care of him, which so we got to see how he was living and what he was eating and wow. stuff like that. And that was really hard. It's hard to see a child in that condition and know that you can't really do anything about it because they have to stay there. You couldn't take him we right away. We couldn't take him with us. We had to leave him. And it was two more years before. Oh. And they kept telling us it would be soon. It would be soon. So we we actually never went back. They said, well, one, he doesn't know that he doesn't really miss you you know because he didn't really really know you that well so we didn't go back because we didn't want to keep interrupting him and we also thought you know we'll go down there and spend a couple thousand dollars to get there and then we'll we'll come home and they'll say oh you can come back for him so we kept waiting um so god in the waiting yeah god in the waiting. how did god
1: meet you in the waiting while you were here and he was
0: there um well he did distract us with a second adoption so oh Um, yeah well that's for the next show yeah (laughs) Um, But he he also, you know, he was just there and he just continued on because it was very silent. You know, it's silent mm. when you're doing an adoption. A lot of stuff happens up front when you're getting the paperwork ready and then you just wait. Nothing. Nothing. And it's really hard. I mean, I honestly, I struggled during that time and it was just a lot of I struggled from what I had seen in Haiti mm. and what I had witnessed and knowing that kind of having an idea of what I was going to be dealing with when he came home and what condition he was in and knowing uh, you know in Haiti especially the children in an orphanage aren't really taught anything so he has no concept of life and what that meant and still to this day we get a lot of, of strange questions you know of trying to put pieces together that normal you know kids born here grown up with parents would have known so you know we knew that and so um God did me you know and just kind of give me peace um one of my real worries was where where When I don't have time for God, you know, when I have a kid, what's going to happen? And he showed me that he was just going to be there with me the whole time. He was just going to walk with me. I could feel his presence close. And and that's how it's been this whole time. He's just been real close and really
1: Mm. just taking care of me. And when you were in this waiting season, were you able to have any contact with David? No, and yeah
0: no we we didn't we'd ask the agency, you know do you have a picture? Is there anything? I think we got one picture during the whole time so about two years in two years. Oh. I think we got one picture of him, and it was pretty close to when we went to get him.
1: So what was it like when you finally got him? Tell us when you when you got to go? was this on the fourth trip back? It was the fourth okay. It was the fourth trip to Haiti.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it was the second trip to see him. It was the strangest thing because we got there, and it's a th- a couple-hour drive from mm-hmm. Port-au-Prince to where he was, and the roads are terrible, so you're, like, Hot on rolls. a roller coaster, yeah. So we get out there, and we go to the orphanage, and, you know, previously, we were actually staying at the orphanage and all that kind of stuff. Well, we get there, and they bring him out, and they're like, well, here's your kid, and that's uh, it. Yeah, and we're like, what? <laughs> And just then like, like take him you, home. You, you can take him. <laughs> We're like, oh, okay. Do we have to sign something? What do you want us oh to do? Goodness. No. So he just he just hopped in the car with with, with nothing. <laughs> and, I mean, he didn't two have two years, any... and
1: then now everything else. Yeah, of
0: them. he didn't have anything on anything with him. Just the clothes on his back, and he just mm. hopped in the car, and he was ready to go. <laughs> and so it was really weird. Was he happy? And he couldn't speak English. He could couldn't he? speak English. Um, he, he, nice. I think he was a little, you know dubious of us at first because mm-hmm. he didn't he remembered us but not completely so he was kind of what? looking at me out of the side of his eyes and, and how old was he he was um I think he was five I think or six, six. when you actually took him he was, he was six, six when we took so him he home. was
1: four when you first met him
0: right right and how old is he now Uh, He is going to be 11 next week.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So, and
0: he's doing fantastic. And he can
1: speak English fully now. Yeah, he can
0: speak English.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. How long did it take him to learn English?
0: Uh, Not very long because, you know, Mm. he didn't really have a base of his his language. He didn't really have a good base of the knowledge of his Mm. language. He just, you know, they had... Kind of school, but not really, you know, they, they colored pictures and stuff like that. And he didn't like to stay in school. When we were there, we couldn't get him to stay in the classroom at all, but it was really just consisted of a whole bunch of kids kind of running around mm. anyway. So it was kind of a,
1: so you taught him how to, to talk, how to eat. It was yeah. almost like having a baby, even mm. though he was six.
0: Yeah, totally. And we had to teach him how to use his fingers. He couldn't put giant legos together, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, and, you know, to this day, if you ask him what his favorite food is, he'll tell you it's meat. <laughs>
1: Because he, fruit he meat. hadn't had me. Nope, he was he only on right. He
0: hadn't right, so And he's a joy. He is. He's he loves so smart. God. He does, and he is so smart.
1: And he loves so you smart. all. He yeah. has just fallen in love with his parents. Yep. He's and a- and he's learning and growing and yeah and it's he's funny incredible. he's hilarious too if you get him talking oh my gosh he's so funny <laughs> he's funny god is so good you know today you are listening to simply for women i'm jennifer jackson and i'm i've been here with jennifer myers and we're talking about adoption so i want you to come back for the next show to hear the rest of the story because there were two more children that they adopted So anyway, I thank you for listening to Simply for Women. We want the Bible to come alive for you, prayer to be real, and stories from other women to inspire us. And you know, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your story. And so if you would like to be on the show, why don't you go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org.
0: We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith.